Hahaha. Good morning. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy TKD. Gonna give you a good podcast show. It's cross circle podcast show. It's good prop cut. How we doing, y'all? How we doing? Kevin Mack in the chat. What is popping, my man? How you doing? How you doing, bro? Uh, as you know, this is the 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 of course the official pre-show for Cross Circle Podcast. Now, I do have to inform you all. There is some uh, interesting work being done in my apartment as well as in the apartment complex as a whole. So you may hear people going in and out. Disregard it. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing their uh doing doing their job. So please bear with me in that. Also, if y'all are on Twitter, feel free to also retweet and like the tweet with the cross circle episode forty seven link. Would love that. Oh, there goes my phone going off. But uh but uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna start the show. Pretty pumped. Let me know what you've been playing this weekend, boys and girls. If there's girls here, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But let me know what y'all been playing. I've been playing a few things. Um, actually, one of them will be one of the headlining topics for today. So I cannot wait to share that with y'all. But I will talk about something. I'll talk about a game I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a game on the, of course, Nintendo Switch. You going to get Black Desert? I'm about to. I'm about to 85%. Um, Black Desert. Why have I heard? I've heard of that game. I'm not sure what that game entails. I'm gonna have to go look it up. But uh, I have heard of that game. Can you give me like a brief description of what that game? Uh, what that game is, you know what I'm saying? But for me, what what I've been playing, you know, before I go to bed, you know what I'm saying? I'll be there just chilling after a long days of work, just maxing, relaxing in my bed, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'll ooh 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 is that is that a uh, wild? Is that is is that the boy? Is that big homie Christian? Hello. You love to hear it. What's happening? How you doing, sir? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was about to give my monologue about a Switch game I've been playing, um, Stranger Things 3. Now, I'm not going to necessarily recommend the game, right? Uh Um, I just, at, at times, I find it a bit annoying. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still in it because I just like Stranger Things as a whole. And yes. the writing <clears throat> is pretty much like a lot of it is straight from season three. And like what they say and everything, like the exact same language and everything. So yeah. that I've been enjoying still. And like it's like just a fun like, you know, beat them up. You know, like the you can't play Zai, but some of what the game has you doing and like just the format they've set it in is a bit uh annoying i would say you know okay but 
Yeah. So uh, that's that. So do you mean like it's repetitive? Not really repetitive. It's just I, I don't know. Uh, I guess a bit. Yeah, it's a bit repetitive. I'd say it's just like, like having you oh go here and then you have to go all the way back this way and like there's no sprint button or you know or anything or like you can't really, you can't just fast travel if you're in a. a particular area you have to go off of that area and then it'll blow up a mini map where it'll then you have to choose your location it's just stuff like that and like the game has you crafting a lot but crafting tables are in like specific spots of the given map so if you're not near one you have to go all the way over there to go craft something you know what i'm saying like it's just things like that it's like little like quality of life things that are not there gotcha. you know? but that just but you know it's high you know? Yeah, like I, <clears throat> I liked season three. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, for the most part, and um, I was interested in the game, but like, I don't know. By the time I finished season three, I was like done with that story. So yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine getting even close to the amount of enjoyment I got out of season three from playing season three in a game like that. Yeah. Yeah, and if then, they did some cool like alt version of what could have happened in season three, I would have been down. I think, but that, like, I would have loved to see that. But hearing what you're cool. saying, yeah, it's like, yeah, because like, you know, and uh, like this really bothered me that like it's literally a retelling of season three because that's what they said from the jump about this game, you know. Mm -hmm. But what what happens is like with them doubling down on that decision, there's instances where you can uh, switch your character on the fly to wh whoever you want, right? And so mm -hmm. they have unique abilities and stuff like that. That's all cool and dandy, but when you're in a specific mission, right, that right. that then introduces a dialogue point between two characters, and if you're not playing that character, the character that it's supposed to be narratively just kind of just, like, it just switches Shows to up. that one. And so it's jarring, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you're, like, in... Like, like you're, like I was playing as Hopper, right? Mm -hmm. Doing, doing uh, stuff to try and decode the Russian message, and it's like Hopper never did that. You know what I'm saying? So like, you run to things like that, whatever. But when it does dialogue, it switches to the character that's supposed to be. So mm -hmm. it's stuff like that. So like, I get why. Obviously, that's there. They want to still sell. They they want to till, what well, till still tell the story as narratively correct as possible, even though they want to give you also the freedom to be whoever you want in a given time. You feel me? So Right, yeah. Yeah, it's all right, though. It's all right. But, um, oh, I guess, hmm. Do we want to talk about the game I specifically beat on the show? Um, or... Yeah, we can open with that if you want. Yeah, because I know we're also opening with the new game that I started. Right. You feel me? Like, do you want me to talk about B on the show oh. as well as W or just W? Yeah, uh, you can run through Batman quick if you want. I bet. <clears throat> um, played Arkham Asylum. Hmm? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Very, very nice, nice-knit story. I liked it. I didn't hmm? expect to just stay on the Asylum, but I liked how it was just on the Asylum. I like it. It was, it was, yeah. it was, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really neat. Um, See, for the longest time, the fact that it is only in the asylum is why I always said it was my favorite because it was just so focused and tight. Yeah. But um, 
again, I revisited last fall. It's uh, The combat was less tight than I remember it being, and I think that's because the last time I played Asylum was before I played City and Night. So I was expecting to be using maneuvers and stuff that they introduced in City and uh, that was in Night, but it was absent in Asylum, so that was okay. kind of strange. I see. Like, definitely, you know, this is, of course, the... Oh, excuse me. Um, You know, quote-unquote, uh, Drake's fortune of this series. You know, the, the first one, whatever. And I feel like when I inevitably go back and play the Uncharted's, I feel like Arkham Asylum will be the better starting point of the series as opposed to, like, Uncharted. Obviously, different games, different developers, different years. Uh, Uncharted was 07. This was 09, I think? 2009, 2008, uh, something like that? 2008, I think. 2008? Okay, so, you know, different year. But this definitely feels a lot more of a better first pro- like first Like, this makes you want to go play the other ones, like, mm. like right now. You know what I'm saying? But. I will say to go off your comparison there, I think, uh, I think sorry, I think Asylum is closer to the level of quality in City and Night than Drake's Fortune is to Among Thieves and Deception. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like there is a like drastic... across the trilogy, it's much more even than the Uncharted trilogy. Hundred percent, because like Uncharted One is Uncharted One, but there is a drastic change from Uncharted 2 to Uncharted 1. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're completely different games. So, at least that's good to hear that, you know, I enjoyed Asylum, and uh, Sydney and Knight are also good, better mm-hmm. of course, but uh, not too, not so much that it makes Asylum look or feel like a bad game. Cause it didn't. Right, yeah. Felt good. Like, uh, I liked it a lot. Big fan. Nice. Very cool. You been playing anything? Christian, before we roll into uh, the main... Yeah. Um, I put... My in-game clock is 10 hours, but Mm. I've definitely put closer to 15 because I had to reset progress a couple times. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Ooh, I've been been hearing about this. I've been hearing about it. How do you feel about it? I love it dearly. Okay. I was a... My first Fire Emblem game was Fire Emblem Fates, which was too main game releases ago uh-huh and on the 3ds liked it a lot that one gets a lot of uh hate from the community just because like they made so many weird additions and changes to things mm-hmm. but it seems like and like i enjoyed that one but it seems like everybody loves this one okay. including myself huge fan of it so far i picked the black eagles best house uh, um highly recommend it. it even if you have the slightest of interest in it if you like harry potter if you like persona even if you're not super into strategy games i think it's a great place to hop in yeah for strategy games um actually i made a video the other day and it should be posted by now on uh youtube.com slash joy i go into like super in-depth about like the first 10 hours right but um i yeah i really like it a lot all right there we go yeah my i know after i be after i beat Stranger Things, my next two games, which I'm probably going to use that game voucher thing because I think it expires on the 31st or tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, whatever the last day of the month is, is the last day you can buy them. I got to jump on that. So if you are interested in getting any Nintendo games in the next year, I would grab those because I've bought like three different voucher sets. Yeah, because I'm going to have to, well, I plan on using it for um, Mario Maker 2 and Ultimate Alliance. Smart. 
is what my double whammy right now is. But I'm going to have to jump on that and buy that here pretty soon. I'll do that. But, uh, but yeah. So, I say we roll into the, to the main course. Sounds good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of Cross Circle, the official podcast for PlayStation Source. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley. Joining me this week in his uh, new office is Kevin Diaz. Yes, yes, yes. I got, I moved rooms. I have a very, see, so the biggest reason why this webcam is like this, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. and I, I don't love it, but I think it's all right, uh, is that there's, there's uh, mirrors on the closet doors so i think it would have been odd to like have the webcam straight in front of me and like see the back of my head and the monitors i think it would have been odd so i don't know if this will stick i don't know if there's a way i can alleviate the issue but we're gonna we're gonna roll with this for right now and we'll see what goes i got a new desk very very nice it took me full five hours to cable manage everything and get everything set up you know Mm -hmm. but um yeah overall very very good I see you you rocking the red on red. I like it. I, see I know. I realized I that it. I didn't put product in my hair this morning, and I was like, I got to shoot a show in two minutes. I got to just throw a hat on. <laughs> um, also, disclaimer. Ooh. So uh, here's, a, here's a little insight into what my life was like this weekend. Okay. okay. Um, I'm a fan of Easy Allies. They did a 50-hour beach house stream over the weekend. Uh-huh. 50 Tuned hours. Tuned in a couple times. Yeah, 50 hours nonstop. They were wow. going through shifts. Very but nice. Friday to Sunday. Were they like were they like playing games or were they just like hanging out? Yeah, playing games in a beach okay, house. Cool. Okay, bet. Gotcha. I tuned in a couple times, uh, across different devices depending on what I was doing. Uh, I had it on in the background for a lot of the weekend, but right. when I was using my laptop, uh-huh. a couple occasions, oh, from watching the Twitch stream, my laptop just froze. Hmm. And this happened probably like six to seven times throughout the weekend interesting it just froze yeah hmm. like it it froze i could like the touchpad wasn't clicking and it was just like eh, eh. every few minutes like the speaker was making an audio sound right so the reason i'm bringing this up okay is because <laughs> i have our live stream pulled up to view the chat and to look at you so i don't feel like i'm just talking to nobody right so if something happens Oh, I see. Oh, okay, okay. I the see show will go here. on. Okay, I'll try to reset. Right. And hop back in. Okay. So if something goes wrong, that's the problem. Gotcha. We shouldn't have an issue so far. YouTube's been fine for me all day, so we'll gotcha. see how. It well, my only disclaimer mm-hmm. is that I do have uh, some of the staff from the apartment complex that I work at right now. They are uh, cleaning my room and cleaning the other room uh, for potential people that may move in. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I really hope not. I really hope that God, I don't get any other roommates that are randoms. But uh, they're doing some work out there. My AC went out, you know, so they're working on that. So uh, if I had to step away for a moment, it'll be for like two seconds. I'll be right back. It's all good. But there we go. So, so Kevin. Uh, yes. You had a busy week for games over the past seven days. You finished Arkham Asylum, which we mentioned in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And um, hated it. Trash game. Complete well, garbage. 
might not want to say that about the next thing you're going to talk about. Oh, uh, man. Oh, you man. started I Wolfenstein did. Youngblood. I did. And uh, over the course of this here program, we've talked about Wolfenstein before. Mm-hmm. You got super into the new Colossus and um, Wolfenstein 2, which was called... Isn't it the New Order, or am I tripping? New Aren't Order... They... Isn't New Order the first strange. one and New Colossus the second one, or am I tripping? I think, I think you're right. So, New Order and New Colossus, you played both, you really dug them, right? Yep. Definitely, definitely like them a lot. I just, I just think like they had a lot of like really good personality in them, mm-hmm. and just the banjo was funny, dialogue was funny. I love BJ, BJ's a character. Yeah, it's called the New Order, was first one. Old Blood, New Colossus, and then now right. Young Blood. Yeah, but um, I just, I just love the Wolfenstein world and like the attitude and like the reimagined history of like what could have been if. Uh, you know the the uh, Nazis won World War Two and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I just think it's, I just think it's great, and the gameplay's fun, FPS, story driven, great stuff. You know. So last weekend we got an expansion to this new era of Wolfenstein with Wolfenstein Youngblood, a standalone. I believe it's thirty dollars. I think it's forty. Forty. Okay. So I think a, it's forty. I believe a it's 40. standalone release following the timeline that we have so far with BJ and the current run of things. Uh-huh. It takes place in the 80s? Yes. And you play as his twin daughters. Yeah, either 70s or 80s, but it's 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 in that realm of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just the concept alone of the Nazis won and then they took over America and you're playing as his twin daughters in the 80s of that timeline. Yeah. Sounds cool. Right. So this this tone and this attitude of Wolfenstein that you've talked about so much, does that still feel present? Because I know from what I've read of reviews, from what you've briefly said to me, there's something off about this one. So is the tone what's missing, or is it gameplay? Yeah, yeah. So I, I know it's been said in, like, reviews, and, and I don't typically go and read re- reviews before I play mm-hmm. a game and stuff like that. I'll just kind of see the overall, like, consensus and, like, the temperature of how people are liking it. Um, and that was a big thing that people were talking about, how, like, it didn't feel as Wolfenstein-y in a tone type of perspective. And, like, I kind of see that, but I also feel like that's, like, a, that's, like, a bit overblown, I think. <laughs> Granted, I want to say I'm, I'm, like, two hours in, right? I don't know how long the DLC is, but I'm, I'm probably two and a half, three hours in. Um, but I think the sisters still have that same kind of wit and, like, funny banter as BJ had, but in, like, a different, obviously, context of them being females and twins and sisters and stuff like that. So so you get more, um, you know, jokes about them being sisters and actually more further than that, they're actually twins. Um, uh, and I will say, like, the surrounding characters, they aren't as interesting yet, and I don't see them getting more interesting as opposed to, like, Wolfenstein 2 where you get, you, like, meet this big cast and they are all so much filled with like personality and the way they deliver lines and just like, and like what they say in general and what they bring to the overall story. It's very clear, and it just ups and ramps up and everything. But with this one, I don't think it will. Obviously, it being a side game, but they they do feel like not as interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not and as intriguing. Yeah. You mentioned that you don't have faith that that's going to change. Do you know 
how long this is supposed to be and like how far in are you? Do you so know? so you put so there's I'm trying to think of, so I think there's six main story missions, right? Okay. The first two kind of set you up. They're very linear. They're like, all right, like here's how you get to Paris, and he's like, here's why you're here, etc. You know, BJ's gone or been taken or he's you know, like long story short, you're searching for BJ, right? Um, mm. And so you end up in Europe and Paris and stuff like that. And uh, then on mission three is when it opens up. Is where okay. you are. Is but your main ob- your main objectives are missions three, four, and five are to take over like these specific places, right? And within those places, there's side missions that you can use uh, to level up, which I'll talk about in a little bit too, which was not in the other Wolfenstein's. Um, so there's I have yeah an hour count if you would like to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you Let don't me... want to, I won't read it. To you, no. No. Yeah. Do it. Conversation. Yeah. 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 Do it. So, do it. how long to beat? Okay. Has it as uh, the main story is nine and a half hours. Hmm. If you do the main story and some side stuff, it's about twelve and a half. If you want a hundred percent, it's nineteen hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that seems to be right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Just just based off like what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got to that point where it kind of like the game opens up and kind of like sets in, you know, instead of like just setting you up. Um, that seems to make sense. Yeah. Okay. Seems to make sense. Right. But, um, what should I say? Yeah. So I had to take over three different places and then I believe I have the final thing I have to do, you know, because I have to do these three to get to the end goal. And it, like, I'm just talking vague. I don't want to spoil it. In case someone is going to play young blood. Um, right. but I think, the way I feel about this game, because I know we talked a little bit about it uh, yesterday, but I feel like this game almost feels like it was developed by, like, the quote-unquote B team. And not so much, like, in its quality in gameplay, because that is still fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's still Wolfenstein, you're still going to have fun with it. But the way they're introducing new things, like, this almost feels like the lost legacy of, like, this series, where they are trying out i believe new things to see how we feel about it for like wolfenstein 3 you know what i'm saying like there's yeah like there's like health bars in there now um there's a reliance on like mission levels and enemy levels as opposed to the other two games which were very much kind of just play the mission and you're good you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like like very very just on rails linear as opposed to this where um it it kind of brings in that like looter shooter type of aspects to it, where um, just in terms of the leveling, not so much like you're gonna find like a better gun here and there, stuff like that. And yeah, um, yeah, and like the skill tree is pretty straightforward. You know, it seems very, very much like a watered down version of like a looter shooter game. And but, have you been playing by yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Because yeah. I know you're bringing up looter shooter elements, and I know they're pushing co-op with this, but mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, so you're fine on your own. Yeah, yeah. They the game does have options if you're like a solo player. It doesn't have another friend to do matchmaking and find someone else to do it with. So mm-hmm. I think I might try that. I might just try it tonight. I just figured I would just play by myself and just run through it with the CPU. Um, but I'll just try it tonight and I'll oh, see how it goes. But um, I'm interested to see how you feel about yeah. it at the end of the day as a fan of the series at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's. It's. I am definitely still having fun. I'm definitely enjoying the game. It's just very different. Like it feels weird. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not sure if that weirdness is a good thing, a bad thing, or just them, or it's just a weird thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, like in context of everything else is a weird. Yeah. Or is it just weird because it feels different? Like, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying with it. And I'm not sure where I'll end up. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious to see what it means for the future of the series, too, because I know uh, Wolfenstein 2 didn't sell incredibly well. Um, so if they make more money off of this one, I don't I don't know how that's going to shake out, like you said, for testing yeah. the waters in the future. But I'm, I'm curious to see what you have to say right. when you beat it. Right, right. Do you yeah. think you're going to want to beat it? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm definitely going to beat it. Definitely yeah. going to beat it. Yeah, 100% going to beat it. Um well, partially be well, not even partially. Like a lot of it is because um, I think I said this in the past podcast where the premise of this DLC seems very much like the plot of like a hypothetical mainline Wolfenstein. Not that this isn't, but you know, one of the main Wolfenstein games. Um, and if there, and like this, this plot just seems integral to the main plot of like BJ. You know what I'm saying? And the and the twins as well. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Well, one sign so far, I like it. I like it. Nice. We'll see how we end up, but yeah, I think you'll have fun if you try it out. Um, so before we hop into the main topic, I want to say that I set up my PSVR last week mm. because Kingdom Hearts VR finally got an update. I saw you to add the rest this. of the content. Ooh. Uh, you've covered recently on Safe Slot. Um, you did a separate entire video about this, which I appreciated. Um, PlayStation VR, I'm a fan of it. We know this. I've talked it up before. <laughs> Absolutely. I've really tried to, my best to convey how much I enjoy PlayStation's VR offering. Right. Uh, the VR headset has been sitting in my closet since I came back from school in uh, late May. Right. I haven't set it up yet. And my lord, oh, it was the this was the time that got me. Oh no! As far as like, oh man, I'm ready for PSVR too. Like I, <laughs> I will, like I will use this thing as a paperweight if it means I can just have uh, wireless VR on PS5. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a bit of an exaggeration because it did just, like I remembered where things went, but like I plugged something in and it wasn't working the right way first. And I was like, why isn't this working? And it was like, oh, I have to turn the PlayStation on first before I can turn it on through the headset button. Cause I'm oh setting my it up for the God. first time. That sounds like such a drag. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> confused me because normally at school I have it set up constantly. Right. And if I want to use it, I just press a little button on the headset, turns everything on. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, why isn't this working? Is something wrong? Um, that aside, the, the the Kingdom Hearts VR update, underwhelming as hell. Oh, <laughs> that's that's unfortunate to hear. I mean, I didn't love the first. Well, the first one made me like emotional because it was like, I'm here on the beach from the PS, the first game on the PS2. They're playing all the music. They're showing all the cutscenes and yeah. fireworks and stuff. It was a cool experience. Right. Uh, everything else, they updated it with like six different areas to go in this time versus mm. the one from launch. Wait, so before, so, so like, what are you actually doing in this experience? Like, because I've never seen gameplay of this. Like, like, like what's you're, actually, yeah. You're sitting in an environment, listening to some of the music from the game. Okay. Having dialogue with some of the characters, uh, living out cutscenes from the game, and then watching, pretty much like a Disney park 
fireworks display with music and lights and cutscenes from the gameplay. Okay, so like it's more of like an experience type deal, like that's yeah. much of a game. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. And I liked that in the first one, but in these, they again they added like six, and mm. they launched with one. So that already made me nervous. Of like, did they take this long to do all six? Yeah. Or did they take this long to just make a bunch of like filler stuff? I feel like it's the second one. Mm. Because uh, they all felt shorter. Uh, the one that I thought I was gonna be weeping at was like, was like. Okay, that was it. <laughs> like, oh man, so yikes! And like, you would think, you know, with a diehard Kingdom Hearts fan like yourself, that you would find like any enjoyment in like the littlest of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, as in, like, yeah, it would, it would take a lot for someone to like impress with that type of thing, with someone that has no context, as opposed to someone mm-hmm. that does have all the context that you have, that play all the games, love love the series. Like, you know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting that you just didn't even, like, like it, per se. With yeah, you like, being, like, a fan neat, of it. But, like, I'm not going to revisit it. I, I watched the first one again at the end, and I was like, oh, yeah, this still hits. Like, if I'm going to go back to experience Kingdom Hearts VR, I'm just going to watch that first thing. Right. Okay, I see. I see. So, Great. Um, that aside, though, I figure it's time we hop into our main topic of the week. Uh, this week, well, let me set it up. Last night, I was just thinking about next gen, like I do sometimes, laying in bed late at night. Like, dang. Staring PS5. Staring at the void. Staring at the void. PS5 is going to be cool. <laughs> PS5 is going to have some cool things. Uh, <laughs> there was discussions that happened during the live stream I was watching over the weekend about the future of some series and stuff like that. It got me thinking. I was like, what games... Like, PlayStation could almost have like I'm not saying as iconic but like as wide reaching a library that Nintendo does if they treat things better Mm. because they have some iconic characters they lost most of their cartoony mascots to Activision um they do while we both love this type of game they do have a lot of overlap with their uh, third-person, story-based combat games. Yeah, yeah. So I think next-gen is interesting because this gen we saw some new IP. We saw some new chances on things. We saw Horizon. We saw The Order, which is rumored to be getting a sequel soon. Yeah. Um, But we also saw some re-envisioning of classic PlayStation IP. Most notably, we got God of War, mm-hmm. which turned out incredible. Absolutely. Uh, we got Ratchet and Clank, which I think does not get as much credit as God of War does, but did a great job of bringing an older game in a series up to modern standards. Slightly Absolutely. different. That was a full remake. But um, both of us really like those games. Right? Yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. 100%. <laughs> I want to make I sure do. you played Ratchet. I swear. Um, I did play Ratchet. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I remember. Good. So I think there's a discussion to be had about what's next. Because obviously, if we think of PS5 games, we talked about this on our episode talking about launch titles for PS5. There's some already, like, well-duh games that are going to happen. Like, we're going to get a God of War 2. We're going to get a Horizon 2. Order 1887, I would bet on. And Spider-Man 2. Yeah. All locks for the PS5 lifecycle. Right. 
so now that Uncharted's on the back burner, presumably The Last of Us may be as well after Last of Us Part Two. Uh, what do you think is going to get elevated, brought back, get the God of War treatment, for lack of a better term, right? Next gen to fully flesh out the PS5 library. I so like when you ask that question, right? I think what keeps coming to my mind is some sort of FPS shooter, right? Now, and, like, these are only coming from, I believe, quotes from Sean Layden. I think it's what he said, where, like, he, like, still feels that, like, he, um, he, like, wants to diversify the catalog of games and especially highlight, like, a multiplayer game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, feel that that's what they've kind of not really pushed the back burner, but kind of just not done a great job at cultivating in terms of PlayStation exclusives, right? So I feel like bring out the biggest shooter, which would be Killzone, I feel, for the PlayStation stuff. But then comes the question of, I think we've had this conversation as well, where it's like, who would develop it? You know, would it be Guerrilla mm-hmm. still? Like, would it be their secondary team? Because you got to imagine Shadowfall was being developed while Horizons, Horizons Joe Dawn was, was being made, right? So those two games came out pretty close time. 2013... 2016, 2017. Horizon was 2017, so it's a four-year gap. Yeah, um, yeah. So man, that's not even. I, I think they, yeah. I think they bolted up for Horizon. Right. So now it's realistic to think that they have two teams, but I think when Shadowfall released, it was probably it was, the main effort. Yeah, probably the main effort. Yeah. Like conceptual, because we know Guerrilla like canceled a few games before mm. Horizon, so conceptually it was probably in development. Yeah. To some extent, but. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't know if it's a wise decision. Mm-hmm. to leave Killzone kind of to, like, the forgotten section of PlayStation catalogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's... Or if it just is because it never really was even that big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know which one is more true. I mean, the thing with me with Killzone, and I think with a lot of people, is that it's not Halo. You know, yeah, right? And yeah. I know they're not going for that, but they totally are. But like, the way, the, think of it this way: PS3 Gen Killzone Three was supposed to be a big deal. That's the only Killzone game I ever had experience with. Right. Um. I remember there was a beta. I tried it out. I was like, "Hey, this is cool." I tried to sell my friends that had PS3s. So they're like, "Oh, we don't care. Right. We have uh, Black Ops." And I was like, "Clearly, the superior game here, but." I thought Killzone would be cool. Played the beta. And my biggest thing was like, it's like not sci-fi enough to be different than a Call of Duty, but it doesn't feel as good as a Call of Duty. Hmm. And it was like, why bother was the whole thing that was my deal. Like, Halo's unique because Halo has a look. Halo has a universe that feels realized and feels deep and has interesting design choices right and i think a lot of what i just said can be found in another gorilla game horizon but killzone just felt so bland to me yeah that i feel like if it did come back and again getting the god of war treatment if they wanted to reinvigorate it give it a new perspective give it a new look i think you could have something there but I do think they would need to either make a choice of is this a modern combat game or a sci-fi combat game. Right. I don't think they can, like keep kind of blurring anything. the lines. Yeah, kind of having 
A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Right, I feel you. Now, Kevin Matt brings up in the chat something that I should have said beforehand. Phone, what are you doing? Resistance. Resistance is, a, is an interesting one. Is a, that one is an interesting Yeah, that one. That one's a... What do you think? What, what, what are your thoughts on Resistance? So, again, similar to Killzone, I don't have experience with Resistance. Mm. Despite my great love for Insomniac. Mm. Uh, that is the only franchise of theirs I have not tried out. Right. Um, Resistance, I think, is already inherently more interesting than Killzone because you have the alt history sort of thing where it's like for, correct me if i'm wrong here but it takes place around world war ii doesn't yeah, it yeah yeah it's 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 like 1950s okay yeah so you have that look that we're so familiar with and then you're just throwing aliens into it right which i think is like yes this is unique this is distinct this is something they could flesh out and build an entire similar to wolfenstein alternate history sort of timeline around mm-hmm um, I think Insomniac is far too busy to be concerned with the resistance right now, though. Yeah, yeah, like Personally. exactly. No, that's that's so the again, biggest thing. Yeah, who would do it? Right. Which I I definitely think there's people that could, oh, you know. Absolutely. But I think you need a strong creative vision there. And then to kind of end the shooter section, be, there are rumors of a SOCOM being made. Yes. And maybe that's I think that one probably has the likeliest chance of being like the the re the, the 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 one to get the god of war effect you know what i'm saying yeah i 100 percent agree with you i yeah. think socom as far as multiplayer goes i think socom is the thing yeah because just look at the division i look think ghost recon look at the appeal and how well those games sell that'd be huge exactly huge. like you get a four-person squad-based Let's military go. shooter game exclusive on playstation and I'm not familiar with the running lore of SOCOM, if there is a running lore. Is there a lore? I don't know. I don't know. Is there, like, a SOCOM guy? I would like I would like uh, the style of, like, the uh, Battlefronts, uh, the Battlefront stories I do right now, the, like, vignettes. Like, give me, like, really cool, maybe, like, 8, 10 chapter, uh, like, just missions that tell their own story. You yeah. know? I think I yeah. think that would be cool. I think if PlayStation tries to corner a game like that, I do think, sorry, if they try to corner a multiplayer-based game, I think it's going to be more likely something along those lines than a first-person shooter at this point. Yeah. Especially if they still have the COD partnership and the Destiny partnership leading into next-gen. Right. Um, Right, I see. I see. So. I see. One thing that I think could benefit extremely well Mm. from a story perspective and from the standpoint of comparing the character arc of kratos and the history of god of war which could very literally follow the same template of god of war 2018 is infamous christian yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I have a pitch that I thought of, and I was like, this is too good. I got to make an entire thing All about right, this. Here we go. Are we about to so, lay down infamous New Dawn? Let's go. So first off, uh, I was just going to say something before he hopped into it. Um, oh, so here we have another example, I guess, of like 
not the Last of Us God of War Days Gone sort of vibe, but more along the lines of like a Spider-Man or Horizon sort of thing, where it's an open world RPG. Um, versus like the over the shoulder story based sort of thing. Uh, Infamous, I think, could fill that void of like a more independent sort of open world that's not solely tied down to the Marvel IP or Horizon with its setting. I think Infamous you could have a lot of fun with, mm-hmm. and I think from a story perspective takes place after the three infamous games we have now okay the the reveal okay event at e3 2020 we got some some dork all right some punk kid okay i like it holding up a uh like a mother or something and her child in the streets of empire city okay and then He's like threatening her, revealed he has powers. It's like, oh, okay, doing something here. Okay. This powers the world. Okay, okay. And then we see like a couple other things like establishing the city, Cyberpunk 2077 style, right? Right. But we keep coming back to this kid who's like robbing this mother and her child. Right. And as we go through all these reveals, we see that people have powers. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. People in this world have superpowers. Like, oh, okay, so that was show a girl from, like, Second Son with, like, DUP and stuff like that. And, like, them trying to, yeah, okay, I like this. I like this. Like, it's, it's canon that, I forget which ending, I think it was the, Every, I forget which ending. For Infamous 2, it's the good ending. That, is the that, one that people. That's canon, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and is that the one where people have powers? yes okay so whatever ending it is yes that one yes yes it is it is powers exist in this world right right so we we reach the sort of climax he's like holding her against like a wall or something he's got like energy beams in one hand he's like give me your money or something like that right shadow drops down behind him we see hands go over his face lightning through his entire body his face melts and we get an old Cole McGrath. I would also Kessler. No. Or before Kessler. Like pre. Kind of. Because you get into weird timeline things. This, is, yeah, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't what I want to no, do. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. You get like 50 year old Cole McGrath. I'd be dude. Like brutal. Kills mm. this like teenager who's being a punk. Right. 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 Gives the purse back, lady walks away. Cole McGrath survived the events of Infamous 2. Are you familiar with the events of The Dark Knight Returns? Not off the top of my Frank head. Miller. Not off the top of my head, but I I, I am aware of the lightning strike at the end of Infamous 2. That hypothetically right. could have revived him, but whatever, go ahead. So in The Dark Knight Returns, it's an old, old Batman that comes out of retirement. To just clean up the city because it's full of scum and gangs and everything. Powers are running wild. Cole's been in retirement for too long. He realizes, he's like, hey, I'm a big part of why this happened. I got to clean it up. (laughs) Infamous 3, old man Cole in Empire City again, cleaning up all of these punk superhero gangs. Mm. I feel like he could do something cool there. 
and then and then like the like overall th- not like overall theme but like kind of like the message you know could be like who's a true hero you know what i'm saying because like all these wannabes you know these punks trying to mm. steal psn codes you know trying to steal giveaways you know what i'm saying they you know gotta be cool. so i i think when you do something cool to tie it in with second son as well mm-hmm. and i'll let you get your thought in um if you have cole in the kratos role where cole is like grizzled he's tired of he's like i messed up and he's like He's more gray area than good or bad, specifically. Right. You bring in Delson. Mm. And then you get the partnership of Cole and Delson working together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Delson is, like, the hope here. And for, I guess, for the sake of it all, you have, like, a darker Cole and then good ending Delson teaming up. And it's like a passing the torch sort of thing. It ties everything together nicely. And you right. get a finale for Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hope hopefully Zeke makes an appearance. Yeah, I, like I that. think you could do a lot of stuff because Infamous has a world that's fleshed out. Yeah, that wasn't fully like they didn't do enough with it. But I absolutely. think absolutely combined storylines, yeah. there's a lot of potential there. Uh, who, who, what's the name? Fetch. Yeah, Fetch. You could Fetch, throw in there too. Fetch, throw in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, what? What they could do like ability wise? Yeah, I, I. Like, legit one of the saddest things to think about is that infamous is like on ice right now or i don't yeah. know i don't know what it is right now you know because i love those games mm-hmm. i love them to death yeah i agree i agree this this was also inspired by uh i haven't watched it yet by but uh the boys that amazon show I, about I, like corrupt superheroes i just i just heard about that i just heard about it's, it sounds good should i watch it yeah I don't know. I'm going to check it out, I think, because I'm a fan of superheroes. So if you yeah. do something unique with it, I think I'll check it out. But you could also do something that, like that. Like maybe he's not going after kids or anything, but he's going after superheroes that are like abusing their power. Yeah. Yeah. And just hunting down people like that. I think that a Redemption Dark Knight Returns inspired infamous game with a coal that was just in hiding for like 20 years after two. Yeah. I think there's a lot of potential there and could parallel god of war the way we got the sequel reboot i guess they really could they really could yeah. they really could they they and they've established that like you know the powers can vary a lot like it would be neon video was one of the powers in second sun like very you know like super cool stuff like they could do for sure i like yeah. it i like it anything given as i like what about jack and daxter jack and we daxter have, we have obese grad in the chat Wanting a Jack and Daxter remake. Or... I think... Like, I guess we'll call this one more like the... Ratchet and Clank type style type deal. Yeah. You know? So, I see two paths for Jack and Daxter. Mm. One path is the Ratchet and Clank thing that you just brought up. Yep. Where, if they did remake one, I would want them to remake the first one. Because I think the first one is just such a cool thing for its time period and it's a rare game that to exist now where it's like a character based platformer where you're collecting things yeah where two and three are pretty much gta clones which have their merit but the first one's the most unique out of those three Mm. so giving the ratchet treatment would be fun would be welcome for me but what i think keeping in in line with this uh 
this revisiting the past sort of thing that God of War did. Old man Jack. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so we get done with The Last of Us, right? Last of Us Part 2. Absolutely. It's flops. Zero out of ten. No. Uh, Uncharted, again, pretty much halted for now unless something happens with that studio that you think yeah. is making Uncharted games. I, I'm i convinced they are, but go ahead. I think you give Naughty Dog the chance to just run wild. Similar to how God of War 2018 was such a, like, pick up this Kratos we know, put him in Norse mythology, and just adapt to make a new identity for the franchise. I think you give the reins back to Naughty Dog. You And I think they would probably be interested in this because we know they were making Jack 4 before they made The Last of Us. Yeah. And they just said, oh, it was too different that we decided to do something else. I think seeing that God of War worked, taking an established character with Kratos from those games that were very different from modern God of War, and then reinventing it, giving it a new form and identity. I think seeing that that worked with a beloved PlayStation character and how many fans there are of Jack and Daxter more than people realize, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I think you could do something very cool there where the the trilogy ends in a point that's pretty, like, conclusive mm-hmm. as far as, like, what that story was about. But take Jack and Daxter and, like, whoever else from the surrounding cast from the, the end of Jack 3. Um, give it a visual overhaul. You can make it more realistic if you want, but make it focus, like, similar to a Tomb Raider or an Uncharted where it's, like, ancient civilizations. Put them somewhere they haven't been in that trilogy. Right. And have Naughty Dog just run wild with making a new mythos, a new mythology, and pretty much just doing, like, a steampunk, steampunk fantasy game. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I what just... No, I mean, I like it. I, I just don't know if Naughty Dog at this point... While at one point in their history, they did try to make a Jack 4, but, like, would they still be down to do it? You know? Or, yeah. like, would they want... Because there's rumors... Well, just, like, a rumor, you know, just, like... Or, all of this is, like, a rumor, really, that's set in any, anything factual, or if it's just something that the fans want. Um, is the Savage Starlight comics that are in the Last of Us world? Mm-hmm. Have you like have you like heard about that? The, yeah, yeah, I remember there were rumors a while ago that it was like, oh, Naughty Dog is working on a sci-fi game. Oh, and and they uh, casted um, a gentleman, the, the um, Captain Hammer, not casted him, but like they want someone that looks like him. Uh, huh. So that's what like I think they'd be doing after part two. You know. But then that comes the question of, like, are they going to make Last of Us a trilogy? Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah, like, that, that could I still I think that be is a it. very good discussion to have with the Starks for Road to Part Absolutely. 2. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Um, what I think about for Naughty Dog, though, is I'm sure they have ideas for other things they want to do, and they don't want to be tied down to franchises. Yeah. But... With what leftovers there are from people there that worked on Jack and Daxter. And the main motivating factor we always heard for their reasoning of not doing Jack 4 was that it felt too different. I think 
seeing how successful God of War was might make them want to revisit that idea. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Right, right. Yeah. That, like, even though it is different, like, the, like, the, like you can fans still tie could, it. Yeah, like, tie it, yeah. like, tie it, and the fans could appreciate it yeah. still, even though it's not what it was before, you know? Yeah, because I would yeah. even argue that, like, God of War 1 through 3, they're kind of cartoony in their designs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then, not to the extent of Jack and Daxter, obviously, but, like, they're, it's basically, like, a comic book cartoony art style, art direction. God of War 2018 is going for realism, but, like, fantasy realism. So it's a different art direction, but it still feels similar. Yeah. I think you can definitely and still make them feel the way they should right so right. if that was the thing that was pulling them back i think they were they're more inclined to try again now than yeah they were. yeah i see that's what you're saying i like that yeah. i like that i'm trying to think of others because i feel i like, have another one. yeah what do you got so i think that um yeah for like fleshing out the library what we were talking about We've covered shooters. Uh, I don't want to cover racing games. Ridge Racer like, needs to come back. We'll go ahead. <laughs> I mean, uh, Wipeout. Wipeout does, though. That's facts. Wipeout, for sure. I can, I'd love fire. to see Wipeout back. Mm. But I think it's it's harder to reinvent Wipeout. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Because like, Wipeout is just Wipeout. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you. So, like, I don't think... It would be dumb to pursue, uh, like, a cartoony mascot again. Right. But they have Knack for that right now. Yeah, that's what I was about. Yeah. yeah and, like, right. the Knack games sell well. And I'm not saying they should do that to Knack. I'm saying that Knack fills that void where the characters that they did have of Spire and Crash right. are present again. But they wouldn't have the ability to pursue a reboot reimagining of those games and they they don't need to for knack right because it's fine the way it is <laughs> so i don't want to cover 3d platformers either but what i do think they should look into again is their ps3 library hmm. because the ps3 i think had a lot of cool ideas that never really fully got capitalized on you know like, there were some experiments of franchises that, like, didn't really go anywhere. There were some attempts at things. There were some attempts to, like, carry on older things, similar to what we're talking about here. But I, I think for PS3, it would be worth trying to go after a stealth game. Hmm. A stealth game from the PS3? Yeah. Do you have a particular... Because I'm trying to think of a PS3 IP that we haven't talked about yet that I want to be continued or, like, can can see be continued. But I'm having yeah. a hard time thinking of one from the like, PS3, at least. The thing with PS3 is, like, the main stealth game would have been uh, Metal Gear. Right. But, again, that's out of PlayStation's control at this point. Um, Was Agent been... supposed to be a stealth game? Agent was supposed to be about it, spies um, so potentially yeah um agent is a good choice though I, like i'd love to see that come back too um but what i think could be something that could like work well if they did get metal gear 
in some capacity. Hmm. Like a like maybe maybe they cut a deal and have like a standalone like not mainline Metal Gear if they're gonna continue to if they're gonna keep doing the Metal Gear series, but like they have a a side Metal Gear similar to like Metal Gear Survive, you know. Hopefully not yeah. in quality, but in like that type of conjunction, that type of game in terms of the whole Metal Gear franchise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and that, it's, that that could be interesting. It's hard because like a lot of stealth games are third party games, if yeah. you try to think about it. Like Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed, not so much anymore, but at Dishonored. a point. Yeah. Yeah, Dishonored. Um Metal Gear at this point yeah. is a third party game. Uh Death Stranding could potentially be stealth. So but he's not marketing it as stealth. It's a strand game. Exactly. Strand. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I still don't know what that means. But I like the way so, it sounds. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, I, I think that there should definitely be some way to revisit stealth. Like right. uh, Sly Cooper is one that made me think like made me mm, Sly Cooper is interesting. Think of it and like we talked Jack, we talked about Ratchet. Sly's Sly got a fourth game from a different publisher or developer, I'm sorry. But nothing it didn't go anywhere after that yeah yeah so i don't know again if they would want to re-envision it crazy because like it's a cartoon raccoon and a hippo and a turtle <laughs> you know like there's only so much you can go with that design wise you know it's it's so funny how like we kind of just accept sly cooper but then when you really break it down it's like what the fuck is going on you know what i'm saying like dude sly's fun i love no no cartoon. absolutely yeah. yeah just like what the hell's up you know <laughs> it's it's strange because like i think there's a conversation to be had and we don't have to have it now but like playstation really in an effort to go after like hardcore bro gamers really abandoned some of their iconic characters right yeah and i feel like there's an absence there now which is kind of holding them back in some areas but like allowing other developers to come in and make their new visions of things which are great i just it's it's something that i think about sometimes do you think little little big planet has some sort of avenue in terms of like maybe vr like maybe what if they did like a well not even like a moss type style of game but with Sackboy, you know in the little big planet world and maybe like your they they could they could still implement that creativity of making levels and stuff like that maybe uh you know maybe it is just like a like a little big planet game but adding the vr mechanic like maybe like you have to go and like maybe help like lift something over here on this end so that you can take sack boy to that place or like some like maybe they add that layer of depth to little big planet perhaps see with that like just a thought i don't know i would play that right but if that were to happen at this point, it would happen in dreams. You have a solid point. Yeah. And I just remembered, got to be honest with you, Kevin, I was trying to stall because I, I forgot what I was thinking of earlier. Ah. I hope it made for good, good radio. But there we go. I just remembered the one that I think could 1 million percent benefit from a reboot like this. Okay. Okay. And would be sick. Okay. And I think it's like, they gotta nail the tone with this one, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh, all right. It can't be annoying. It can't be, like, Borderlandsy. 
Oh it has my, to be here like, we go. It has to be sharp. <laughs> it has to be funny. And it has to be self-aware. All of those things, Borderlands is not. Um, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really hurt by the consistent Borderlands hanger in this community. I'll tell you what. I think that they should reinvent, give it the, like, a big effort here. Okay, okay. okay. We're talking, like, big, big, like, big budget. Like, like, blank checks. Make this thing, like, a franchise that's, like, multimedia. Okay, okay. Damn. Twisted Metal. I was about to fucking say that. God damn it. Because we have the show. Yeah, exactly. Being made. So I feel like that's in the character. Like, all right, like, Twisted Metal is getting some sort of revival, some sort of capacity. I don't see them just doing a show and that's it. Or maybe they have the show just to gauge interest, you know, which is yeah. a possibility. But Here, Here's my pitch. Um, I'm not, again, I know Twisted Metal has a lore. Like, there is a continuity to that series. Right. Um, the only character, I know the name Calypso, and he's the guy who runs the tournament or whatever. And Who's- I know Sweet Tooth. Who's the clown guy? Sweet Tooth. Okay, cool. I think you could... I don't know who you'd focus it on. Maybe focus it on an original character and, like, uh, he's buddies with Sweet Tooth. And Sweet Tooth is, like, the Kratos Hmm. to this effort. Hmm. I think you could make a really cool um, game that's focused on multiplayer has different gameplay styles depending on which character you're playing as because there is an ensemble to Twisted Metal of, like, Sweet Tooth, and then there's this, like, like private schoolgirl, and then there's this, uh, <laughs> like, barber or something. I don't know. Right. Like, you have really yeah, weird yeah. characters, but, like, ground it in a way that makes it self-aware but also makes playing as each character fun. So, like, I'm saying... Don't just make it a car combat game. Right. Right. Like have I see. Have that be the main thing. Yeah. But tie it to characters that we care about. Right, right, right. I see. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like maybe like the night before the big tournament, you have a mission where you play a sweet tooth. And he has to like I don't know, is he is he an assassin or something? I don't know, he's Let's chainsaw. Make like, him an assassin, why not? Yeah. You know be like, okay, uh, there's this guy that owes Calypso money. Uh, hunt him down, and you'll. Ha- I won't like kill you tomorrow. <laughs> hunt him down. Play a sweet tooth and on I... your ice cream machine. <laughs> Get him with the ice cream machine, then just chainsaw him. Like I think it, there's opportunities to flesh out Twisted Metal to be something that's like uh, ensemble character based, not just car combat. Absolutely. I just like the phrase "hunt hunt him down, or I won't kill you tomorrow." I want yeah. that specifically in the reboot. Now, wait. There was yeah. one I thought of. Dang it, Kevin. Why did you forget about it? Oh, all right. I know this is a, some would say a meme at this point, right? But I truly believe that this game has the potential to be good if given a, like what you said, high budget, reboot, high effort, you know, bringing everyone. Everyone. You know what I'm saying? And possibly a name change, but PlayStation All Stars. No, but listen, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Like, legitimately, they have introduced a lot of new characters in this PlayStation Four era that I think would be dope to see all together in a fighting game. Like, no cap. 
Aloy, Spider-Man PS4. Uh, wait, would they be allowed to see Spider-Man? Don't know. Don't know? Not sure. I think they could. It would just kind of be I think be they weird. could, right? It, it, it would be odd, but yeah. I think, right? I feel like what? Like, as long as he's, long as maybe he's in his advanced suit, he, he would, that, that, that would fly. I don't know. That, old man Kratos, you know, fighting young Kratos, you know, Delson, Fetch, uh, blood, so, Bloodborne guy. Knack, yeah. throw him in there. Kevin. Yes. How would you feel if I told you uh-huh. that this weekend at Evo, the fighting game tournament. Okay. PlayStation has an announcement to make. Get the fuck out. Stop. They have an announcement Stop. ready for Evo. Wait, 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 wait. Where is the fucking link? Are you kidding me? Google this. This is real. They PlayStation has an announcement at Evo. I am gonna lose it. They're sponsoring Evo 2019. Yeah. Oh. So this is there's a few things that are gonna happen there. This is quite interesting. Capcom made it clear though that there's no Street Fighter 6, so that's not what it's gonna be. Okay. Because we know that there's that partnership with PlayStation for right. Street Fighter 5. Right. Now, while I don't think it's a PlayStation All Stars game, I do think that there is potential to have a PlayStation crossover game series. But I think they either have to make it a Smash clone or do something completely different. I know it's been said that, like, wait, what if they did, like, a full Honor type style? So here's what my pitch is. Okay. Oh, sorry. I just stole your fucking thunder. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. My pitch is make it a literal Battle Royale. <laughs> They're like, listen, guys, we know the name doesn't make sense, but yeah. we're going to make it make sense now, okay? We're going to make and it make sense. <laughs> exactly. And just think about it first. How many characters do they have that shoot things? A lot. Quite a few. Absolutely. You're right. So I think you make it like a 50-player <laughs> Battle Royale, right? Dude, damn, can they make... I guess they could do 50 characters. I'm sure they can figure it out. But what I'm saying is, like, you have, like, your Joel and your Ellie and your Aloy and your Drake. But you also have Parappa. And, like... That would be fucking Mac. hilarious. That would be actually hilarious. They get, see, like, a winner where a chicken dinner come on that's knack out here just winning it all. Yes. Mm. Sack boy out here. Mm. I think it could work, but it would be completely reliant on the characters being, like, unbalanced. Hmm. So, like, hmm. if you're knack, you can, like, grow, but, right. like, you can't use guns. Right. Okay. <laughs> What about Sackboy? What's he gonna do? What does he have? He can create. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so like he can like get on like high like elevations. So, yeah, maybe is... like. Right, right. Can we like can we, can we do a podcast where we just lay out the entire plan for the true battle royale to beat them all? Fortnite. If people would. Fuck it. Apex, if people would be interested by that, I am down to plan out the PlayStation will, All Source Battle bro, Royale. I will buy Battle a whiteboard. Royale. I will buy a whiteboard and get to work. Okay. I'll be out here with the with the with the with the pictures and the pins and the and the strings. Yeah. I'm ready to go. But I, yeah, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I definitely think it could work, but it would be like 
you know how Smash is like so dedicated to making pl- people feel like they're the character? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do that, but make the objective last man standing in a 3D that would environment. That so interesting. That'd be quite interesting. Like, he, he, okay, let's say, let's say, right, hypothetically speaking here, right, Evo 2019 is going down, and they literally just, like, rip this podcast, make listen to me, guys. Look, mm-hmm. look here, look, listen. I know the name PlayStation Ultras Battle Royale didn't, didn't quite make sense the time it came out, but we're going to make it make sense. <laughs> And they literally unveil a free-to-play PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale and call it, like, I don't know. What would you even call it? You would call it PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. (laughs) (laughs) And you would do everything in your power to make sure that that original game does not get sold anymore. Hmm. Like, delete it off the face of the internet, I delist will, it. I want to say, there is a little static coming from your microphone, Christian. Okay. I'm getting too excited. No, no. I mean, like, every time you speak. I'm not sure if it's a me thing. Maybe maybe perhaps I'm the one hearing it. But when you talked for the last, like, 30 seconds, it was. I'm not sure if maybe okay. unplugging it and plugging it back in might be a good thing. But uh, while you're doing that, I was thinking it would be pretty cool to do like a for honor type style of fighting game. You know, and like a double down on like having very intricate combos and techniques with different characters in the PlayStation uh, you know, IP rollout. I think that'd be really cool. Like having like Aloy use like some of like her bow mechanics, maybe, you know, one of her like finishers could be like summon one of the uh one of the creatures, the robots, if you will in horizon or uh you know essentially do like god of war 2018 copy paste all like the combat and just put that right there you know i think i think that could be interesting i don't know yeah yeah i i think there is a lot of potential for playstation to reach back and try and reinvent things right to really sell the ps5 because we've had this conversation before in the podcast and a lot of people have the sentiment that next gen, I think, is entirely reliant on the software. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they already have a good start because, like, we have known quantities where Xbox is kind of like, yeah, we know you have studios, but, like, nothing to show yet. Very true. PlayStation's, like, we at the top of the show, we listed, like, five games we know are coming within the first, like, two years of PS5. Yeah, yeah. So if they really want to like really get far ahead, I think bringing back classic IP, giving you that God of War spin, I think there's a lot of potential there. And there's probably hundreds of things that we don't have familiarity with that they could easily bring back and have the success with. But um, it's, it's definitely a fun thing to think about. And I'm looking forward to see what happens with um, familiar IP as we move into the next gen. Why do I like the Battle Royale idea more and more I think about it? <laughs> I really do kind of like it. Like, to be we, honest, I would play that. Oh, 100%. We can save it for another episode, but, like, I think this is the last thing I'll say on it. I can't decide if it would be better if it was, like, completely unbalanced and you'd have to be just be randomized every match. Right. But then you get people like, oh, I got Knack. 
yeah. leave. Or you get that Smash Bros. treatment with the character select. It's like you pick where you spawn, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but we'll, um, see. we'll see. We'll see. I think we've gone to a point of no return. We can't top that. No. So that there may no, be the end of the episode. There is no topping the the hypothetical literal battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the end game. Guys, check out the check out the announcement for Evo. Wait, when is it going down? Completely not topic based, but when is it? August second through the it's this weekend. Holy shit. Yes. Holy shit. So if there's an announcement, I bet it's the last day. Right. Or maybe opening ceremony. I don't know. I usually watch Evo, but I just watch it for the actual fighting games, not for the announcements. Right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, Christian, it's been an absolute great episode with you. Yes. Always is. Where can, uh, where, where, where can people find you beyond this Uh, podcast? If you want, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris N. Buckley. I have been tweeting about my Fire Emblem experience. I have been talking about how The Dark Knight Rises doesn't hold up, even though I haven't watched it in 10 years. <laughs> um, that's impossible. And uh, if you're interested in seeing more beyond what I said in the pre-show about Fire Emblem, uh, by the time you're listening to this, regardless, it should be live. YouTube.com slash JoyClicks. Uh, 10-hour impressions on uh fire emblem three houses enjoying it so beautiful what about you kevin you all can follow me at the kds with the three follow me down there on twitter lower third uh link in wait no it's not at the kds one two three follow me on there uh you know lately what i've been tweeting when you, you know what i've been tweeting about i don't know music stuff as usual uh you know woven sign i'm sure you'll get my full thoughts and impressions on twitter uh Maybe Stranger Things, I might beat that. I don't know. Also, Stranger Things feels long. I know it's not a long game, but it definitely does feel like it's dragging. I didn't mention that, but it feels like a long thing to get through, but it's not really that long, but whatever. Um, so, yeah. I may start Arkham City this week. And by may, I mean most likely. Because uh, it's like, while Wolfenstein has been fun, right? I am like, dude, I want it. I want I want to experience Arkham City. Like, I really want to play Batman again. You know what I'm saying? So I might be jumping into Arkham City. Now, before we go, mm-hmm. I do have a question. Sure. I would like to bring you. Oh, wait, no. It's already been answered. Never mind. Because I was under the impression very briefly that I thought, for some reason, that Origins came out after Night, which is indeed not true. So I'm going to Asylum City, Origins, and then Night. Right. And cool. right, just cool. so you know, I'm sure you know this. Origins wasn't Rocksteady. Yep. Different cast, mm-hmm. same continuity, but they really never address it. Wait, it's not Mark Hamill if he's in that game. It's not the oh that that is interest. I did not know that about that game. You get Roger Craig Smith playing Batman instead of Kevin Conroy. Okay. And you get Troy Baker as the Joker quite interesting that is very interesting all right and so, i've never played origins right so okay i guess we will see how that how that compares we'll see we'll see looks like we got so, george sears in the chat enjoying arkham origins definitely like that. i've wanted to play forever so i will eventually yeah i'll let but, uh, i'll let you know how i like it i'll let you know nice but all right. there we go ladies and gentlemen 
that's going to do it. And uh, in the description, you can find links to our Discord if you want to chat with us during the week while we're not uh, live on Mondays. Podcast services as well. PlayStation yep. Source, you can find uh, audio versions of this here show and Road to Part 2, a weekly Last of Us discussion with Kevin and the Starks. If that sounds interesting, links are in the description. But until next time, as always, greatness awaits. See ya. Cheers!